Welcome to Spectre in the Fog, a homebrew of Call of Cthulhu Chaosium game. Episode 4. What mysteries now lie beyond the stone door? And how will this affect our investigators? Let's join the action now and find out what horrors lie within. Um, right, so last week um, we left it off with Craster having planted some mysterious explosives that he pulled out from somewhere um, at the base and, uh, and uh, where the where he assumed the hinges were on this stone door that himself and Wilfred had come across yep. with um, Harris, I think it was. Constable Harris. Uh, he's blown the door off the hinges um, successfully and not angering um, Jeez, I can't actually remember his name now. Oh my god. Harris? No, not what? Harris. Oh, who is the actor in freaking Italian job? And the Ipcris files. Oh, you mean only by the doors off? Yeah, Michael Caine. Michael he hasn't, yeah, he Michael hasn't Caine. angered yeah, Michael Caine. He's done what he's supposed oh. to do. Yeah. Oh. Well, that, that that joke failed. Yeah, um, sure you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's done that, well, and then, uh, yeah, and then uh, upon upon hearing a large a large sound and lots of shaking, uh, Marcus and Cicero uh, ran to go see what was going on, and when they arrive, they find Wilfred and Harris on the floor, Craster covered in a lot of dust with like um scorch marks around his eyes i guess like you do in the older uh, the old-fashioned science movies and um williamson grabs the torch goes up to the door and we left it with him going cool blimey and uh we are back in the right. room we are back in the room <laughs> williamson is shining the torch into what appears to be a room and uh, his jaw has pretty much hit the floor and he is in a bit of shock um none of you can really see what he's seeing you can only see like little areas of light lit up by the by the beam of the torch mm. um he uh he sort of like looks back at you guys with his mouth open and looks back at into the room and then back at you guys again he's like Harris, get up here and have a look at this. And Constable Harris picks himself up, dusts himself down and wanders over. And uh, he's sort of like, oh, I can't, oh, I don't know about this. Uh, I think I think we need to uh, to get the inspector. And um, with that, Harris sort of like runs off back down the, the tunnel towards uh, towards the, the ladder leading up to the surface. Um, Williamson points over to Professor Cicero and says, hey, come here, Prof, I want you to have a look at this. And uh, he beckons you over, Cicero. What are you going to do? I'm going to go have a look, obviously. Um, see, what, see what's happening. Yeah. What are the rest of you guys going to be doing? Are you guys just going to get up and, and follow him anyway? Or are you just going just gonna to yeah, chill? We're going to help up the guys who got knocked down. But yeah, I can... what do you guys want to do? Well, I'm just going to step over the guys that have fallen over and just. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Marcus will help them. Up then. 
Okay. So C- Cicero, but to be fair, Cicero is mad. I'm, so yeah, and I'm very small, so you know I don't don't hurt too much or walk over people. Yeah, I think I think I think you know with Cicero, once he gets his once he gets his brain set on a certain task, he just goes towards it mindlessly, yeah. like a yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, like a moth to a flame. Um, <laughs> Mark's like midway through helping people up, and he's just like, oh, sorry, excuse me, just. <laughs> <laughs> Go around, man! <laughs> sort of like tripping on rubble and like shooting yeah. up dust into your eyes. <laughs> no, just, just go straight. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Sticking with that. Um, so you wander over and um, Williamson hands you the torch. Uh, while that's going on, Marcus, you're pulling up Wilfred off his ass. And uh, like sort of like dusting him down a bit and pulling Again. up Cicero as well. Yeah, yeah, you do seem to fall over quite a lot, Wilfred. What's that all about? <laughs> he drinks. He drinks. <laughs> oh, okay, he's constantly boozing. <laughs> if he's if he's not drunk or falling over, he's he's wise <laughs> wise cracking to the law, getting himself put in prison. Um. Okay, so you guys are getting picked up. Um. Cicero, what you can see when you shine the torch around this room is a uh, a cylindrical room. It sort of goes up to uh, like a dome, but the sort of thing. So imagine like the top of like St. Paul's Cathedral, that kind of shape, yeah, I yeah. guess. But it's not it's not very high. Um, in the middle of the room, you can see as you as you run the torch around the room, you can see a table that's got some sort of instruments on it. And round the edge of the room, you see these little podiums that have like um, candles on them that seem to have been, seem to have burnt down a little bit. But you you reckon if you if if you had like a uh, a lighter or something, you could probably light those. Um, but apart from that, you can't really see too much. The torch doesn't really it's not illuminating the room as much as you thought it would. You're seeing little bits and pieces, but nothing to make a good enough. Um, uh, what's the one I'm looking for? Like a like a, a good enough assessment of what's going on. Um, okay. Would you? What would you like uh, to do? I mean, I can try and roll a. Uh, I, I don't know if there's a spot hidden roll that I can do here. I suppose. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think a spot hidden roll would be would be quite good. Yeah. Yep. I'll give it. I'll give it one go, anyways. Ah. Ah. Okay. Oh. Worth a try. Yeah, I mean, you're trying to peer in with the torch, but it's just not its not penetrating the darkness as well as you thought it would. Um, maybe you give the torch a little whack and you're like, oh, this is a bit shit. <laughs> At yeah. this point, like, the others can sort of see you standing there, just peering into this room. What would, what would uh, Marcus, Wilfred and Craster like to do at this point after seeing Cicero looking a little bit bemused? And... Well, now that, everyone's, now that everyone's back up, um, yeah, Marcus will follow. Um... We we all had torches, right? Because we all got a torch on the way in. Uh, there were there's four torches, so there are there are another three that you guys can use. Yeah, so I'll, I'll pass around torches. Yeah, make sure we've all got a torch each, and uh, yeah. follow in behind. Take a look. Okay. All right. So spot hidden, I guess. Um. Well, you guys. Yeah. Let's have you guys also do spot hidden as well. well then again, if four of us are in there with with torches, we should be able to just see things. Oh, there you go. Wilfred's got it. Yeah. Boom. There we go. Okay. So with the with the with the four of you sort of like shining torches in through the doorway, uh, Wilfred, you spot um, a 
tapestry on the back wall. Um, and there's a very peculiar um, symbol on it, but you can't quite make it out because it's a little bit moth-eaten. But when you pan down, you can see that on this table, what what you would assume is a table is actually an altar, and there's dried blood all over it. And okay. you can you can see some knives, sort of like dully glistening. Um, I think we know what on I'm top of do. this altar. What are you going to do? Damn it. Oh, <laughs> god damn it, man! <laughs> Fuck's sake! What are we going to get this time on a failure? No. <laughs> um, cool. Um, so you you spot that? You're going to tell the guys what you've seen, or? Yeah, yeah. Share that knowledge. Well, Maybe we can get a closer uh, look. Yeah, someone's shining the light down there a bit. Looks like there's some kind of torture tools, I'd imagine. Oh. Judging by the blood. Uh, I guess I'm going to do a spot hidden as well, and I guess so we can't find out. If there's, if there's like, is there like, are we talking like, you know, like oodles of blood and like, you know, torture? I mean, there's, there, there is. It, from from Wilfish's perspective, there is a shit ton of dried blood all over this altar. Um, right. So now now you're pointing towards it with your torch. You can sort of you can see that as well. If you wanted to roll a spot hidden, though, please do. I mean, if we know it, well, yeah, I'll just roll it anyway. I guess what's the worst going to happen? Oh. Okay, that's oh. the worst that could happen, apparently. <laughs> well, it's disappointing. <laughs> I blinked um, and my eyes closed and I can't see the thing anymore. <laughs> oh, Crash cool. got it, though. Hey. Um, wow, we'll, just, yeah. we'll just go that you pushed that roll because you failed. Um, cool. So, Craster, you you step into the room past the guys because you know you're you're a bit uh you know you want to admire your handiwork from blowing down the door, um, and you can see the candles around the edge of the room, and when you cool. walking away from the explosion, pardon? I said he's too cool for that. He clearly wouldn't look at anything that exploded. Well, I mean, you got knocked on your ass. Yeah, so sunglasses <laughs> yeah. and walking away as it happens, you know. Yeah, you do have the, those burn <laughs> rings around your eyes at the moment as well. <laughs> right, so you step into the room and you're sort of like shining the torch around. You can see the candles. And then behind this altar that you now see is covered in blood and has like knives, like rusty knives on there. You see what looks to be like a book, maybe on a table in the back of the room. Um... Do you want to go go and investigate this book? Do you want to call the, call the rest of the guys in to have a proper look around? What what would you like to do, Craster? Um, I want to appraise this book and see if it's worth anything. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so craven. No, no, no. Okay, yeah, so you walk over and you role. you shine your 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 torch on this book, and it just looks like a an old. It's not. Not so much leather bound. I mean, it, it looks like it's leather bound, but it doesn't look like any sort of leather you've seen before. But other than that, it's a bit, um, it's a bit sort of ambiguous. There is a padlock on this book, though. And uh, while you're shining a torch on this, uh, Cicero, Wilfred, and Marcus, you all are now in the room, sort of having a look around, looking at bits and pieces, um, and Cresta, what you can see on this book is something that looks it's, it's written in English but it looks slightly Arabic in nature um, so it's so a quick one here, I know it's the Necronomicon, does Crafter know it's the Necronomicon? <laughs> <laughs> well it's, it's I think 
maybe you should tell the guys what you found, and then uh, and then, and then we can find out what it actually is. Yeah, I'm going to go tell them. Uh, there's a weird book over here. Oh, it might be evidence. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let me let me have a look at it. Um, is it is it worth rolling uh, rolling a cult on this? Oh, definitely. This is going to be yeah. a cult roll. Yeah, yep. it feels like it's a bit yeah. culty. <laughs> Found <laughs> in human skin. I don't know. We'll crash hey. Boom. Nice. Boom. Nice. So, um, Cicero, you shine your torch over, but it's still a bit dark in there, so you may need a bit more light. Uh, so you uh, might you, you get the other guys to sort of like point point their torches can, can all over all it. All the torches. Looking at this one book, please, gents. <sighs> no. Crowd. Mm. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> crowd round. I've got my uh, my notepad out because it's yeah it's like a... yeah. Just just imagine you're all crowding around this book like it's an episode of Scooby Doo. Like you've just found yeah. the clue. <laughs> <laughs> This room, um, this room smell like, here, gang, like this room does it does it seem like it's been like obviously horrible things happened here but recently is this blood dry or does it um, smell? yeah the blood on the altar is dry so it's uh it's a couple of days old okay. um, yeah I, I want to know if it seemed like it was like fresh freshly used but it seems like it's been here for a little while right. maybe it was yeah yeah so that's that blood that blood is at least a week, two weeks old, maybe even more. Um, and if you were to look at the knives as well, you can see they haven't really been cleaned. There's dried blood on the knives as well. Um, and the other other implements, I'm not going to go into too much detail on, on what sort of things are there. Maybe some pokey, pokey sharp things that aren't knives and other bits and pieces. But, and um, the two coppers that came with us, they've run off, right? Uh, Williamson is standing by the door. He doesn't want to come in. Right. And uh, Harris has gone back up to street level to get Inspector Reed because he thinks it's something that he should see. Yeah. Um, fair. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Cicero, you have so- you, you've got all the guys to combine their torches into one mega torch and shining a light on the, um, on the book that's in front of you. And you read the book, the, the cover of the book, and what you see it says are these words, and it's Aka Dwelleth. It's written on the front. Okay. Yeah, it's written on the front of the book. Um, there's a padlock. There's a there's a, a metal bar that comes down with a padlock on it. So, you know, without a, if if you had a key, obviously you could open it up and read what's inside the book. But at the moment, unless uh, I think um, Mr. Craster is a bit nifty with his hands at the, and some locks. Um, yeah. If if I remember correctly, would you like if I pass it to you? Can you please have a little go? Uh, well, you know, in, in my very limited, <laughs> I can't remember if it was oh. yourself or not. But don't blow up the book. <laughs> <laughs> it don't blow it up. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I know a little bit about locks from repairing old, yeah, old uh, antiques things, yeah, you know, uh, old uh, antique uh, locks yeah. and things you know, like that. that. that I don't know. Miracles. Also, seriously, do I not have lock picking as a separate thing? Is it just sleight of hand? No, no it should, lock, lock picking locksmith. is is one. Yeah, lock. I mean, I, I can have a go as well, but <laughs> mine's <laughs> one. Yeah, mine's one. So I really hold out much hope. <laughs> can I confirm it is a lock? <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I failed every time. I've done Ninety-two. That. So, so crash. Wow. You, 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 you <laughs> put the book down. The is no master criminal right now. Yeah. Yeah, you, you you put the book down and um, 
you you take out your picks and you start fiddling with lock and then you remember shit i broke these picks when i was trying to get out trying to open that door in the mansion uh, and i haven't replaced them yet and uh and obviously because they're because they're a bit busted and worn now they're not they just they're just they're just rattling around in this lock not not really getting any purchase on anything so uh i mean looking at these rolls that he's done he's basically looked at the book and thought it was a dvd and then he's looked at the lock and he's thought you know uh, it's electronic or something <laughs> if it's like a padlock padlock could we just smash it yeah okay um marcus are you suggesting that you want to you want to do a strength roll and just smash the lock with a with a bit of rubble yeah basically i've just watched i've just watched crash the guy go in there with like his like tools and stuff and nothing happens so uh oh i failed as well just Uh, when you you, um you pick up a a bit of rubble that you think a bit of masonry you think is, is a bit solid and it probably did a job and you come down on the um on the lock and the rubble just sort of like like just crumbles what about if you uh, do five luck for it, or should we all just have a go with strength? I mean, I guess. I guess. I guess oh, no. oh my god! <laughs> oh, Fucking hell, Wilfred! Honestly, right, we need to stop now. <laughs> I just, I just asked. <laughs> right, so Wilfred, you've you've seen Marcus just pick up a bit of masonry, and it's just the masonry is crumbled. No, no harm done. You pick up like what looks to be a relatively sturdy brick right and you've got one it's hand on the right thing and it's going to bounce back at me in the you've got one <laughs> hand on you've got one hand on the book on the book like keeping it sturdy and you've got this other sort of like brick thing right and you've come down with it and you've hit the lock but at the same time the lock hasn't broken it's it's held but the brick has now gone down and smashed the front that your index and middle finger on your left hand um, torn the skin off. There is blood everywhere. Can you please take two points of damage? (laughs) (laughs) And and I think you're probably going to need some medical attention because you may have broken a finger (laughs) because you've gone so hard on this. So bad at hitting things. Well, at least there's some fresh blood there now. (laughs) Does the fresh blood have any reaction to the book? Oh, yeah. um, you all stop because you think the book's magical, and as as like Wilfred is like ah, 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 like dripping blood onto the book and like hitting the lock, like you you think you see something, but it's actually just someone like wait just going ooh with the torch. <laughs> like, well, they just put the torch under their face and just go. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you know what? If we take it so out we'll... to the copper, they'll have like proper tools for this kind of thing. That's you know, I yeah. Mean... Well, um, consider, considering Wilfred now needs medical assistance because he's fucked his God Wilfred, you um, you try to stem the bleeding, Wilfred, with the tried and tested method of putting the, the wound in your mouth. Um, <laughs> oh. all, all your result in doing is now getting blood all over your face and all in your mouth. God. Okay, all right. Um, just staring at Wilfred, failing so hard, just being like, "What are you doing, oh, man?" Uh, Cicero, you um, you look at Wilfred's hand, and you're like, "That, that could be broken." Um, and so you try to make a splint out, make a splint for him, but the only thing you've got is some, is is uh, some really sort of like rubbish wood. And as soon as you try to sort of 
shape it into anything, it snaps. God damn it! I'm not getting crushed that finally. Crash the you you off for the shock. You step in at this point. I'm Please put my a... car for the shop. That, that's Crash's medical knowledge. Alcohol. I want you to put a tick next to first aid for me, please. And uh, you walk over to, to Wilfred, who is now who is now looking a little bit white and is sitting on the floor, <laughs> like breathing heavy. And you pull a, a handkerchief out of your pocket. Mm-hmm. You wrap. Um, both fingers really tightly uh, and then you give him a uh, give him your flask and give him a good a good swig out of the flask and then then you do a very generous sprinkling of whatever alcohol is in the flask onto his fingers uh, and as he goes ah from the burning sensation of the alcohol um, he feels a little bit better now and uh, You've managed to stop the bleeding for, for now, but he is going to have to go see a doctor to get this sorted out. Crass is just going to take a little shot from the flask himself before this is over. So. <laughs> I can't believe this went so badly just trying to open the book. <laughs> I li- you you should have used, used the flask. Cool, <laughs> all right, all right. Is it what... Uh... I mean, I, I I could still roll strength on the book. <laughs> Do you want right. to break your hand? Um, I think. Oh God, damn it! Fuck's sake, oh. C- Cicero, okay. you try and you try and break the book with uh, the lock with what you think is a mighty blow, but it's actually just like a kitten gently pouring at someone's face. Oh. There's no strength behind it at all, unfortunately. Damn. Um, at this point. Gentlemen, you find yourselves <laughs> defeated, defeated by book. this book um, <laughs> in a mysterious room, uh, and uh, you probably think now would be a good time to head back up top. Yeah, uh, with top. with the book. This room. Oh yes, good point. Is there any other doors or anything? No, no. It's just it's just there's just that one door that goes into this circular room that domes at the top that's oh, yeah, it okay. so uh that's so uh you 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 four gentlemen uh gingerly make your way out and uh williamson is like oh what happened to you wilfred and sort of like, you know, <laughs> <sort of> like <laughs> he, he just doesn't he just doesn't understand he, he had his back to the room while all this was going on so he doesn't know what's going on um, you know, Wilfred, like, I, Yelp. <laughs> he doesn't care. You know, he doesn't care. There's, there's three others in there. He's probably fine, you know. And um, he, 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 you, you, uh, you five with uh, Williamson included, make your way back to the ladder, um, and you help, you help Wilfred back up because he can't really use his left hand at the moment, um, and he's also probably still a little bit concussed from when he from when he ran into that monolith. Oh, yeah. um, a few days before, yeah, yeah, we can't forget that. Um, when you get up top, you find that there are a few more constables there than there were before, and at the end of the alleyway is um, a carriage, and Reed is standing out standing outside the carriage. Um, what would you guys like to do? Well, this is just comment on who would make a room like that. How did they make a room like that? Well, mostly for torture, and mostly for torture. Yeah. No, no, no. That, that, that's the why. The why I can deal with. The why, yeah, that, that, that's the thing. 
How? How did they get a bunch of people down into the sewers and dig that room? The same way that we got down there. Yeah. The ladder. Are you like? How did he get a building firm to do it? Like, what did he, <clears throat> is that what you're asking? I, I don't mean, think that yeah. these people are into regulations and getting, <laughs> you know, proper firms and everything. I mean, you know, you've got a good point. We probably get them on the lack of, ter- of um, permits, if that's what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, so we we found that we found a, this, a, finding out who built the room might be in a good start. Hmm. <clears throat> okay. Can we There's look some, into some this on room. the way to the doctors? <laughs> yeah. Can we just can we just walk over to uh, the detective? With uh, with Wilfred in in, in medical treatment going, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Just I was just saying, we walk over to... as we're walking over. Okay, we we are going somewhere. You just it's very it's a very long walk to the carriage, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's like, it's like... We... sorry, go on. No, no, I wasn't going to say anything. I was just going, yeah. So yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think we just asked the detective with uh, Wilfred in tow, just saying, "Where's the closest hospital or doctors or whatever?" <laughs> Reed, <laughs> Reed looks at you, look, looks at you guys, and is like, "What the bloody hell have you lot been up to?" Oh, um, I fell. <laughs> you fell. Oh, great. In the, down there in the sewers, there's a. Uh, it looks like some kind of uh, torture room. We just uh, had a quick look inside. Uh, unfortunately, my colleague here uh, tripped and fell and hurt himself quite badly. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean, but uh, I recommend a... you guys get down and have a have a look. See, it's nothing too grisly. It looks like it was a uh, a while ago. Whatever happened in there, but just keep in mind, it's not uh, not pleasant. Oh, the wet blood is mine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about the web, the new blood. That's fine. We know about that. All the old okay. blood is what we're worrying about. Oh, thank, thank you for the uh, for the for the quick briefing there, Sergeant. And he's sort of looking a little bit quizzically at uh, Wilfred, and he's like, can, "Can I just have a quick look at that, son?" And he sort of like puts his hand out to uh, to to to, in, to sort of like so you can place your left hand in his so he can inspect it. Um, would you like to see that, Wilfred? Oh, I just want to make sure you're all right. Yeah, I mean, he's just he's just showing concern, Wilfred. Do you want him to have a look at you? Look at your boo boo. Yeah, got fine. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm lamping. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Reed, Reed sort of like takes your hand gently and slightly unwraps. It goes, oh, looks nasty. That looks like you might have smashed it with something. <laughs> That's uh, and he sort of like puts the puts the handkerchief back over and pulls it tight again. You know, causes you to wince, sort of hands you back your hand. <laughs> it's like it's like, well, um, gentlemen, yes. Um well uh Sorry, George, just one sec, one sec. Yep. What was the name of the copper who was our ally, the one who knew what was going on? That's Reed, that's, that's who you're that's speaking the one to. That now. Speaking right, to oh in that case I'm gonna take out the, the, the book in that case, because I thought this was just like some other copper. Oh yep, no no no, cool. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so we found we found this. He uh he Hurt himself uh, trying to trying to read a book, dude. Be but... cool. <laughs> read is like like <laughs> right. Okay. Wilfred was defeated by. But a I think um, it could be something to do with with, uh, with the mysterious circumstance going on. We should probably talk in private. Okay. Do you, do you gentlemen have the book with you now, or have you left it down there? We did bring it, didn't we? Yeah, we brought. It. Yeah, we brought yeah. it. Okay. You had it. Um, 
I'm I'm trusting because you you said when we checked him last time that he was on the level, so yeah. I'm trusting him to still be on the level. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he knew about the weird yeah. shit, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Reed sort of like he knows what it is. Okay, so who who who's got the book to start off with to show to Reed if that's what you're going to do? I think. I imagine so. Yeah. Yeah. I think I had it, yeah, because I was the last one to try and break it out, like break it open. Oh yeah, yeah with, your, with your little kitten punches. With my yeah. little, yeah. <laughs> It could have been um, worse. You could have smashed the rock into your own hand. So there is that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it could have been. It could have been that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got both my hands intact. Thanks. <laughs> cool. Um, can we? Uh, so if we show Reed this. Yep. Uh, can we ask him to uh, uh, to try and open it? See if he's yeah. able to. Yeah. yeah, of course maybe you can. He's, yeah. Maybe he's uh, got something he can open it with. Yep. You no, know, like cool. hands. Hands. Yeah. <laughs> working hands, amazing. Yeah, working hands. Yeah. So, um, like so, what kind of gentleman thief can't open a book? <laughs> well, he doesn't think it's worth anything, so he didn't. You know, he didn't try very hard, did he? Oh, no. I bet. <laughs> to be fair, um, I bet if I used explosives on it, I could have got it open. I'm better with them. <laughs> oh Jesus. Um. So Cicero, you hand you hand read the book, and he takes a look at it, and uh, as he's studying it, he sees the padlock, and he just goes, "Hmm, never come across a book like this, gentleman, before." But I tell you what, I know of a man who may be able to help us in our endeavour. Um, head to the British Museum in Covent Garden and ask for a Professor Albert. Horatio Munro. He should be able to help you out with this. He's a he's a professor of ancient languages and texts, and he may know what this book is. He does spend a lot of time in the library, and uh, he hands it back to you. He hands the book back to you, Cicero. He's like, short of that, I mean, have you have you tried breaking the lock with a with a rock? <laughs> he, sort of like, he looks at you guys and uh, give him a look. Can I just sweep the uh, the rock dust off of the book and just say, <laughs> yeah. just say no? Yeah. <laughs> Did anybody not try and break the lock with the uh, break the lock already? I think we've all tried to like pick it, right? I think everyone. Uh, one person hasn't tried a strength roll. Uh, that was that was Craster, but he tried to pick the lock, didn't he? Yeah, he tried to pick it. Yeah, yeah tried we all tried, it. and none of us have matched it. So we have to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go see his professor. Um, cool. More into so, deck than strength. That's why I didn't bother. <laughs> um, Excellent. Yeah, maybe we'll try it again. or force it or something. We need to get it open. I think. Well, yeah. you're a boffin. You have you heard of this guy? Uh, would I have heard of him? What would I need Professor to Professor Munro. Um, do do a um an int- uh, <laughs> so yeah, just do an intelligence roll for me and just see if you see if you've heard of. Heard of Monroe. Oh my god. Um so Okay. <laughs> so Wilfred, you're still feeling a little bit peaky after the blood loss, especially after Reese just poked your finger a bit. So you're not really in the right frame of mind to be um to be thinking about stuff at the moment. You just kind of yep. want to sit down and breathe. <laughs> um, All right, well I can have uh, another go because if you want. Yeah, well, you are a professor, so you yeah, may have... Yeah, so I might have... Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I would Pow. have heard of him, you know. Pow. 
Okay, so Cicero. Wait, sorry, Cicero was a professor. Yeah, Cicero yes. is actually a professor. Yeah, that's, Wilf, that's, Wilfred's I, I, the journalist. Yeah, Wilfred's a journalist. I meant to get yep. Cicero. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, Wilfred might have come across him anyway during yeah, investigations. It's, yeah, it's um, reasonable to think I may have heard of him. Would Craster have heard of him? Um, probably not. No, okay. he 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 wouldn't he wouldn't move in Craster circles at all. He and he wouldn't have been any. He wouldn't even been a mark for you anything of interest. Unfortunately, he's, he's just he's just sort of like your your bog standard professor. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, Cicero, you do you do know of um. Professor Monroe, you came. You actually came across him uh, while you were out on your travels in the Orient. So you know he he does understand a lot of languages. He's very good with symbols. Um, he knows a lot about dead languages as well. So he's he's probably going to be a good shout for you guys to try and one possibly decipher the book because you don't even know that it's going to be in English, considering that the name on the front of the book is kind of Arabic in origin anyway. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, Cicero at this point would be going, yeah, Monroe, yeah, I know that guy. He, yeah, he, yeah, he knows his shit. Yeah, we oh, used to hang down the pub in the uh, in the in used, the, used to hang out, used to hang out in Cairo and do yeah, do the and, and do the whole walk like the Egyptian thing. So <laughs> <laughs> seems like a bit of a waste of time to go do all the Egyptian. Role, but all right, fair enough. Yeah, um, we get down there, I guess you can do the talking. Well, what else are you going to do there? I mean, exactly. You know, Why would you ever look at like ancient stuff? You're just gonna like walk like an Egyptian, clearly. Do you know? The only time I ever went abroad was when I ended up shooting people for the army. <laughs> so, yeah, fair play. Cool, cool. So, you know, um, didn't get didn't get a whole lot of holiday time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excellent. Okay, so um, after Reed says that, and he sees Cicero's eyes sort of like light up as if he knows who he's talking about, he goes. Gentlemen, you you are perfectly welcome to use my carriage. Um, it's not too far away, maybe about twenty minutes, half hour. Uh, I'm sure that will give Wilfred enough time to rest up. And uh, and uh, yeah, um, if you just ask at the front desk when you get in there, they should be able to point you in the right direction. And he sort of like steps aside and wanders off down the alleyway, um, sort of like gesturing to some of the other constables to sort of go down and take a look in the tunnels. And he sort of like walking off and he's got the intent to go down and take a look in the sewers as well um so you you gentlemen's going to jump in the carriage and head towards the british museum uh we're able to uh, go to the doctors or something on the way are we or do we not need um to? i'm sure i'm sure you can say you know on the way can we stop off at a, <laughs> yeah. a surgery just yep. to uh, just to take a look at wilfred's poor fingers um, yeah, we should stop doing back alley surgeon. You go off and grab some new lockpicks. Yeah, cool. I mean, <laughs> right, what is it? So, so the, the British, that sounds fine. The British Museum is located in Covent Garden. So, I mean, you're not too far from, from uh, I, I think even at that time in the Victorian period, there would have been, there would have been plenty of shops and jewellers and doctors and stuff around that area anyway. And it was a market. So, yeah, yeah so it should be fine. While he's going to get his fingers Sort it out, and then uh, you go off on your merry way and get your get your lock picks sorted out as well. Yep. Um. Yeah. And and um. Do we need? Because I know while I think about it as well. Um. If we're just restocking on stuff. Um. You fired a couple of bullets already, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. So I, I should probably. Um. So you could go and get those as well. I don't know if that's okay. Yeah, that's, that's right. fine. I mean. Looking at looking at it, look, looking at your your class levels, 
and your credit rating. You, Craster should have enough money or assets on him to be able to pay for those bits and pieces. And I think between Professor Cicero and Wilfred, they should be able to pay to get his finger sorted out. Um, so, so uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say to you guys deduct whatever from from whatever money you might have. I'm just going to say, yep, you guys, you've got, you've got the funds to do that. So, if you want to go off and do those bits and pieces as you make your way to the British Museum, go right ahead. Excellent. Go to buy some tobacco and rolling papers and the whole thing. Excellent. So, um, so you four gents jump in the carriage and you you sort of like tap on the tap on the roof, and he's like, "Where to, Governor? British Museum. Oh, lovely place, lovely place." Won't be long, and he, uh, he he lashes the horses like yeah, and they sort of go off. And as all cabbies do, he's droning onto you about shit that you can't hear, and you sort of roll up the window <laughs> so you can't <laughs> hear him while he's talking. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. And uh, twenty-five <laughs> minutes later, you make you, you make your way to uh, to Covent Garden and uh, the British Museum. Um, before you head in, way, yeah, yeah, no, no, you, you, you get there, oh, you'll jump off, you will go get your bits and pieces. Uh, um, Wilfred... can I have grabbed a new notebook as well now. The thing I saw, yes, I mean, it, it might be worth asking one of the other guys who are going to the shops to grab you a notebook. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. pick one up for him because I, I literally watched him like with the notebook on the ground, so I'm like, oh, I couldn't help but notice a uh, big Ronnie took your notebook in half, so I thought I'd pick you up a little another one there. Big boy oh, Barry, you mean? Big boy Barry. Big boy Barry made short work of your notebook, so I thought I'd uh, grab you another one, actually. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, have a cigarette from my finer collection. Oh, don't mind if I do. He puts that one away uh, for. It's like no a, different from the other ones. Cigarette. It's just in a fancy case. <laughs> yeah, it's in a fancy case. He pops it away. It's uh, the the gesture is nice enough. Cool. Um. Excellent. Uh, Craster, you've been off and you've bought your new picks. Uh, a very nice pair with um, silver gilted uh, like wooden handles to them. Mm. So, I mean, like you've, you've, you've gone, you've gone for like top notch stuff and like, re- you know, new steel. Watch him um, fill these balls still. He's going to fail even harder. It came in a nice new pouch and everything, you know, like proper, proper mm, good stuff. You also pick up the right ammunition for your pistol as well, um, and you guys all meet back at meet back at the steps of the British Museum, and proceed to walk up very much like a sort of I don't know, the Untouchables kind of style. If you imagine that, like a camera slowly panning oh, up the nice, staircase yeah. as you four walk up, looking very stoic and um, and like on point to what you what you're going to do, uh, and you go in through the main entrance. And uh, there is a re, sort of like a not so much a reception, but there is a gentleman there who's sort of like a doorman and a, a little bit of a guide. Um, what would you guys like to do? So, um, I'm going to um, Crafter have this because it's like his forte. Wait, crap! No, wait. Who's the? Who, sorry, Me, who's the defender? I C- C- Cicero. Cicero sorry. knows who Monroe is. I keep, I keep getting mixed up. Yes, I let Cicero handle this because, like, this is his yeah. world, so it's his professor. I just stand yep. behind, like, folding arms, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? I said, if anything, Kraft is casing the joint. Oh <laughs> Christ! Is he still after everything? He's still casing every every, uh, every room we go into. 
Yep. <laughs> I don't notice him doing it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> cool. like, Marcus has got a suspicion, but he's like, eh, no, no. Nah, this guy, I watched him smash his fingers to pieces. No way it could be him. Yeah. Now that was Wilfred you watched smash his fingers. God uh, damn, I have to make a note. No, <laughs> yeah, it might be worth just having a bit of paper to the side, yeah. guys, because they're like every, names every and stuff. Every last craft has gone there, he's completely failed. So you'll, you must be convinced by now he's no kind of thief, because no thief has failed back then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, th- I think it could be him, but he's so inept. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way he could be the How Crimson Gibbon. <laughs> yeah, the Crimson Gibbon. <laughs> I like. I have no idea. <laughs> what was the spot hidden role for? I said check it. I was casing the joint. Spot hidden. I was looking for the security. So wait, you failed to case the uh, joint. I failed to tell you were casing the joint. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you failed to tell because he just he didn't look like he didn't know what he was doing. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this guy's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. So so we go up to the receptionist and say, yep. oh, yes, uh, Professor Cicero here to see uh, Professor. What's Monroe. his name? Monroe, that's the one. Um, if you could uh, relay the message and get him out, but post haste, please. And uh, so the, the gentleman, sort of not even standing behind a desk, sort of like looks at you a bit funny. He's like, uh, You're after Professor Monroe. Um, oh, okay. Uh, well, mm-hmm. if you take those stairs to uh, just down this corridor, go to the second floor, you'll find his office at the back. Um, on the left-hand side. Um, off you go, gentlemen. He sort of like gestures towards the direction you need to go and where the stairs are and sort of like looks at you again a little bit funny and then um, and then gets back to sort of just like looking around the museum, seeing if anyone else needs help or if anyone's causing trouble. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I thought he was going to take us there, but all right, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, this guy, this guy's like, like I'm not your He's bitch. <laughs> Your, your job is literally to be our bitch. <laughs> but okay, fine. We'll go upstairs, I guess. Yeah, I would have thought. Cool. Um, yeah. Oh well, it's fine. Yeah, we'll we'll head. Well, I'll head up that way. I suppose the others will will follow. Yes. Yeah, nod, nod, curtly yeah, to yeah. Sky and follow. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Cool. Okay. So you make your way down. Down. You sort of like walking through the ancient Roman section, and you sort of like, oh, ah, and you get to sort of like a, you get to sort of like a like an Africa section and then you walk round and there's a staircase and it's maybe 20 steps and you get up to the top of the staircase and you're on, you're on the first floor. And as you walk down, you can see there's an office and uh, just above, just above the, uh, the, the office door. So above the door frame, there's a plaque that says professor Monroe uh, and the door's closed at the moment. What locked closed or just closed? Just closed. Just the yeah. doors closed. Knock, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we just um, knock on the door. Knock on the door, yeah. 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 Like, like that, yeah. Yeah, I can't. Or, or, or do you want to mix up the knocks? You know, do you want to go a bit freestyle? I make sure to use my right hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you go to tap on the door, but you're you're just covered in bandages so much that it just doesn't make any noise. <laughs> yeah. Like a little muffled sort of. <laughs> like wearing a boxing glove. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, you you knock on you knock on the door. What was that? Sorry, the crash will look at that, take pity, and then go and knock loudly. Yeah, <laughs> cool, cool. So uh, so with a firm knock on the door, you hear a yes. Who's there? Uh, Professor Cicero. Cicero, you say? Yes. 
Egypt. Put this down. Egypt. <laughs> Just shouts Egypt too. through the door. The old Egypt. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's it's a place. Yes. No, you guys did. You guys know each other there. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. So, um, uh, I don't, I don't I, yeah, we knew each other quite well. We, uh, I don't know, uh, we we were not. We didn't study the same thing, um, but we were in cohorts, so uh, so to speak. Yeah. Would you, uh, you say you guys are friends then? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Monroe knows Cicero. These guys got up to a bit to, to some shenanigans back That's in the day. You know, you know, know if they're friendly. Yes. Yes, yeah, so or like twenty years ago, these guys. Oh, oh, the stuff they got up to. Oh, oh. <laughs> Marx is like, yeah, boffins getting up to all kinds yeah, of weird yeah. stuff. I'm sure. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> a bunch of nerds being like, "Oh, we had a great time." Like, You're yeah, right. And realistically, it was just us staying up all night reading books. Drank two well, and fell asleep. I'm not being funny, but considering Cicero is now an occultist because he got involved in rituals, I would, you know, maybe, maybe some of their stuff wasn't so um, vanilla as you guys think. Yeah, well, maybe. Oh, that would be telling, yeah. wouldn't it? You know. Yeah, yeah. A gentleman yeah. never n- never says. Exactly. Um, I mean, did you shag Monroe? It sounds like you had more than just. <laughs> well, what now... happens in the Orient stays in the Orient. Yeah, it was Egypt. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, at the time, just to see you guys, just so you guys know, at the time, um, the Orient was considered <clears throat> pretty much anything from Egypt all the way around through through um, Arabia, I guess, oh, up wow. into India and East Asia. So that was wow, considered that is... the entire Orient. So super lazy. <laughs> well, because it, it um, I think like the word Orient or Oriental just meant like. Like different, strange, new. Oh, okay. So it was like new to to, to the Western world, to like Europeans. So it's like, oh, okay. Then oh, obviously cool. people have been out there, like you know, like Europeans and whatever have been out there from like, I guess like the 1300s. Like you had travelers and stuff go out there, but it was still considered the Orient, especially in Victorian society. If a lot of stuff happens in the Orient. Then well, Egypt big. was Egypt yeah. was um, during Roman times, wasn't it? Caesar went over there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, from, so. yeah. I mean, e- Egypt, Egypt as a nation has existed for a very, very long time. But well, um, yeah, but, but the empire was of the Orient, I guess. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyways, I mean, yeah. But anyway, so so if I ever say the word Orient in reference to like Cicero or anything, just assume that I mean Egypt. If I don't, gotcha. if I don't say it properly. Um, but yeah, so so uh, Monroe just as I said shouts egypt through the door with sort of like an inflection on the end as if it's a question mark because he's like trying to remember who you are wow. um are you going to shout anything back Cicero? i don't know shout back cairo 18 i don't know i can't remember the years 1863 oh good year yeah good year <laughs> brilliant so you guys would have been like your late 20s at that point nice well yeah would have, uh, how long did it take to get professor Probably about that's maybe thirty, thirty-five or something. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, let's go with eighteen sixty-three. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> cool. And then Mumro just go, just you, you hear like a, like a sort of like, like an audible sort of like thinking process, if you like. And then he just goes, Cicero. And then he's like, Come in, come in. <laughs> and uh, he invites you in. Um, yep. Cool. So we, yep. All go in. Nice. Give him a good handshake. Cool. So you walk, you walk up to uh, to Monroe and you reach out your hand and he sort of looks at you and goes, ha, "Don't you remember?" And then 
and then like you both sort of like chuckle. Ah ha 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 question goes, oh yeah, what happens in the Orient, hey? <laughs> a wink. <laughs> and um, and what, what 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 you've got before you sitting in a chair is a uh, is a is a gent in his fifties, um, graying hair of, of sort of like average height, um, but he's got like the build of an explorer. So he looks like he's probably been, you know, been sort of like out and about. He's a bit you know like at one point he might have been a bit rugged, um, gray hair moustache as all victorian gentlemen have um and uh yeah i mean he 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 dresses really well but he he dresses in a sort of like a dated style um so you can clearly see that maybe he hasn't updated his wardrobe in the last 20 years possibly um he's not wearing like the right lapels on like the blazers and stuff and the clothes that he's wearing are a little bit dated they clearly looked after very well and they're very clean but yeah they're not um they're not as up to date but he also has kind of like a, a slight sort of like haunted look in his eyes so even though he's coming across as a bit jovial at the moment uh, especially since he's now seen his old friend cicero um there, there's something um may, may maybe things have happened to him in the past that that just haven't sat well with him over the years but uh but yeah and that is yeah. uh okay so what would you guys like to do at this point to let to let the the professors do the talking. I mean, Marcus isn't a smart guy. He doesn't know what any of the stuff is. He's really one thinking smoke in here. And uh, so, I'm guessing I'm guessing you're going to like take out like a cigarette and sort of peer just, around the group and sort yeah, of like he's like slowly away. rolling it while like eyeing the professor to see if anyone stops him. And uh, like Munro and Cicero are sort of like deep in conversation, so so no one's stopping you. Slowly puts it in his mouth and lights up the corner. <laughs> Cool, cool. Um, while they're um, while they're sort of chatting, would any of the other guys like to have a look around the room? Yeah, have a little look yeah. around. I'll back okay. in a minute. Yeah. Okay. Um, Phrasing well, the room, or am I spot hidden? Um, I just think at the moment you can just glance around the room, and I can just give you a description of of, of what what the room's like that you're standing in, really. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Mumro and Cicero are talking away about old times in in egypt and um you three are sort of like left to your own devices in the in this relatively large office and as you look around um there are bookcases lining the walls that are pretty much floor to ceiling absolutely full of textbooks um, and reference books there there, there, there's so many i think you, you could probably spend you know, a couple of years in there if you wanted to and, and read every single book cover to cover and you still have stacks to, to get through. Um, the bookshelves are relatively old. They're, they're made out of oak, or at least that's what you suspect. Um, it's, a, it's a bit dusty in there as well, considering uh, Munro's appearance as being relatively well-dressed, okay, in dated clothing. Um doesn't seem to keep his office very clean. Um, and when you take a look at his his desk, um, that seems to be sort of like covered in paperwork and stacks of books as well. Uh, maybe maybe not the tidiest person, but definitely de- de- definitely someone who um, who seems to enjoy his work at least. 
Um, you can see sort of like there's like those those steps, those old wooden steps on wheels, and there's books stacked on those as well. Um, there's a few tables as well. There's a table in a corner, and then there's one sort of over by uh, a window that's behind his desk, and that that's got some large sort of red velvet curtains that are drawn at the moment, so the sun's coming in. Um, but yeah, that's essentially essentially the room that you're in at the moment. Pretty fancy room. Yeah, I'm gonna like poke around and just like keep my ears nice open, I suppose. <clears throat> cool. Really, um, we just we just need to know about. I mean, if this guy if this guy's like well read, then again, we don't we don't know this is super occult stuff. So we can be like, hey, look, here's a weird book we found. Seems to be from another country. Can you check it out? And if he's a friend of, a friend of yours, it. yeah. And if he's a friend of yours, there's no reason to be like you know suspicious, right? Well, yeah. he's still, he's still, um, uh, yeah. It should be fine, anyways. Like we haven't really got yeah. a choice at this point, so you know. <laughs> yeah. Also, we haven't got a choice. <laughs> I think that's the biggest, uh, biggest thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think we. Uh, I don't know who's got the book at this point. You've still got the book, Cicero. Yeah, you've still got the book. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll give uh, Professor Monroe the book. Um, can you uh, take a look at this for us, please? We we stumbled across this um, in. Uh, Maybe in don't a... exactly say where you got it. Just say you stumbled yeah. across it. Yeah, we stumbled across yeah. it in our in our travels, um, and uh, hoping that you might be able to uh, help us out and finding out what what it is and where it comes from. Where did it come from? Where did it go? <laughs> and maybe you can you've got the strength to open this poxy padlock as well <laughs> I'm so mad a 60 year old man can open a padlock and we couldn't open like a thing of Pringles he's just, oh yeah there's just like a release switch here <laughs> <laughs> so um, so Munro has a look at this book like he's like oh yes uh, give me a second and he picks off his glasses and he puts them on and he takes the book from you and he's sitting there looking at it. And he goes, "Good God, where did you find this? Did did you say this is amazing? Oh, uh, out on the town. We just found it. Oh, I see. Just yeah. just found it. And it's like, yeah. well, this is a this is a very very old book. This is mm, very interesting. Um, there's a padlock on here. Hmm. I wonder. Very tough. Just, uh, just <laughs> our friend has already hurt himself twice. Gal- galvanized <laughs> steel, or, or something. Some kind of eldritch magic's holding it closed. <laughs> <laughs> he um he he pulls his, the drawers open in his desk, and you can hear him like rummaging around, like. <laughs> then you hear him go, ah, found it, and he pulls out a small key, and. Uh, just goes, oh, it's worth a try. Puts it into the lock and click. The yeah. padlock flicks open and he, uh, he takes it off, puts the padlock to one side, lifts up the, um, the, the metal bar and he says, gentlemen, please stand back. And uh, with that, he, he opens the, uh, the book just to, a, just, just, to, just to a random page, just opens it. And uh, sits there for a second, just peering at this book. Uh, you guys can't see what he what he's reading. You can you can just see sort of like the book open out opened out and his sort of like head buried in it. 
sorry, hold on. Just just so I'm clear from Marcus's perspective, we found the book at a murder scene, and then this guy yep. had the key to the book. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. We haven't told him where we got it Nick from. Just yet. No, but we know we got it from a murder scene, yeah. and he's just got the key, which implies uh, that... We know it was a murder scene. Yep. The, all the blood he and torture devices. Yeah, but how do we know that blood wasn't from someone else trying to open the book? It's quite dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> right, so what we know so far about our, our quarry is that they torture people. And that's all we know. So we've got we know a room full of torture. Good locks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they love hard locks. They, they, like they, they, they haven't got permits for their um for their underground tunnels as well. No, we don't know that. We just said that's yeah. Well, it could it could be all about board for that. We're gonna we're gonna try and stick it to them on that one if we can't get them on like a cult shit. But <laughs> otherwise, zoning legalities. That's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> right. So um, while you guys are sort of, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask. You, I'm gonna say sorry, sorry, sir. Just a just a quick one. Where did you get that key? This book was found at a possible murder scene. It's a yeah. little odd that you have the key for it. And he goes, he, he, he looks off the book and goes, what, what, what key? Key? The key, you just opened the lock. The, the lock, oh, the padlock, yes. Oh, well, if, if you have a look at this lock, sir, and he sort of like picks up and shows you, it says, it's, it says chub on it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very, um, very common, common padlock. I have a... I have a few uh, other books that are you know, of similar age that I've put locks on, and uh, and uh, there's just a universal key. Um, uh, he sort of like pulls, the rest he of pulls, and, like, steps away. So... He pulls his drawer open and like pulls out like a like a little sort of like ring that's got some <laughs> keys on it and just sort of, like jangles them in front of you. So and if you if you sort of to have a closer look, all the keys are pretty much exactly identical. <laughs> Right. All the locks he's got, and he puts it back in his drawer. He goes, he goes, and he says to you, "It's the, uh, it's, it's cheap, but it's quality." And then puts the lock back down again and carries on reading the book. Can right. I just clarify right. that the crimson gibbon was beaten? Yeah, it could be lock. a chop lock. <laughs> <laughs> this guy can't be the crimson gibbon. Never mind. I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> Oh dear! Is this episode sponsored by Chubb? Are we all going to get some <laughs> after this? Um, uh, no, cheap, but also impenetrable by brick. So apparently, yeah. it works out really well. Well, if 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 the if, if it was an idiot using the brick, maybe it would have worked. <laughs> well, that's an unnecessary. Well, three idiots. Well, you did, to be fair, you did smash your own hands rather than the lock. Now I think about it. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So. Um, can so, I have one of those keys, please, sir, for future yeah. reference? Yeah, and uh, and 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 Monroe's like, yes, let's take what you like, take what you like, and sort of like pulls the key chain back out and just drops it on the desk and just carry on reading like turning pages. Much obliged. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the most generic looking key. <laughs> cool. Not being fucked by these locks again. <laughs> <laughs> we now have yeah. a skeleton key, basically. Yeah, you take you take you take. Only a, the job locks. Only for a specific chub padlock. I mean, like this isn't going to work on everything, guys. You know. No, but if we it find won't... another, if we find another like generic chub lock, evidently using these keys could work on it. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe. We'll never know. You're just going to have to try, aren't you? <laughs> uh, so you take a key and you sort of like jam it in your pocket, I guess. And uh, and uh, Monroe sort of like closes the book and um, looks at you and goes, um, "Yes, 
Well, very strange book. And then, and then puts puts the as you're saying that he's putting down the the metal bar and puts the padlock back on again and locks it. Well, oh, very very interesting. Yes, yes. Um, doesn't say much. It's an ancient Sumerian. <laughs> Don't think you guys could have you gentlemen could have read it, but uh, but uh, yes. Hmm. 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 So you sort of like sit there, just like humming to himself over and over again, just going. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> just stuck on loop, basically. Yes. And then he sort of like looks up and goes, "What? What does the book?" Uh, one second, and pull out my badge. Sorry, I should have mentioned earlier, Sergeant Queenston, Scotland Yard, probably. Um, and he sort of like he, he pulls his glasses down and like squints at your badge and goes, "Yes, yes." And then puts his the, glasses back on again. Hate <laughs> <laughs> fucking boffins. The, <laughs> the book, Professor. What does it say? Ah, the book, the book. You want to know what the book says? Yes. Um, it's just ancient Sumerian rituals, really. Nothing, nothing uh, too outlandish or uh, or risque, and <laughs> nothing, nothing that me and old old Cicero got up to back in our day. And he sort of like like slaps you on the shoulder, and you both start laughing again. Side eye uh, Cicero so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and he's like, yes, I. Uh, where did you get this? This book is very old, very old, very, very rare old. as well. well he's Cicero's friend, so I'll let Cicero answer because Marcus wouldn't know. And this guy's um, our only Sumerian speaker, so I guess you don't want to piss him off too much. Well, yeah, and yeah, he's helping us out, so yeah, I would tell him. You know, we found it in a chamber um, right near um, uh, a murder scene believe it was used in a ritual just want to find out a little bit more about it is there any sort of um specific places that uh that, that are obvious to you where uh, you know some dried blood on pages or whatever that might be uh might point us in the right direction there was no blood near the pages that i saw but um um here you you there with the bandaged hand uh, can you help me and he sort of like points to the um Points, points over to the bookcases. There's a, there's a book over there on a, 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 a similar, might help us out. Have a look for me. Um, and okay. uh, he, te- he tells you to look. I think it's called uh, Our Benevolent Love or something. And uh, can you just uh, roll a library use for me, please, Wilfred? Yes, I can. Oh, come on. <laughs> so Fuck's sake. You are you're just... <laughs> And you sort of like, so, so you sort of like stand in front of the bookcase and just look back at him and just go, like your hands are on your hips and you just go, it ain't here, chief. And and um, and uh, Monroe's just like, buffoon, damnable man. Cicero, would you have a look for me, please? And sort of like point to you, and then. So, uh, can hey, you walk over to the bookshelf and just look and just pull the book straight off the shelf and can just... I just smack um Wilfred on the head <laughs> on the way? As, 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 as you walk past, as you've pulled it off with your left hand, you walk past, you're putting it back down to your side, and you just clip him on the back of the head with the book oh. as you're walking past. <laughs> oh, I'm sad. Was, was, there, was there malice in it, or was it just Cicero not realizing that you were there? We'll never know. <laughs> um, anyway, 
<laughs> and uh, he walk he walks over to you walk over to Monroe and uh, you're gonna hand him the book, I guess. And uh, yep, yep, yep. Okay, and uh, Monroe takes the book and he's having a look at it and he's like, um, ah, oh, yes, yes. Um, well, suppose someone could mistranslate some of these rituals and <laughs> use them for blood magic. <laughs> He just starts laughing to himself. But uh, I don't know why it would be there. I don't think it's of any interest to you gentlemen, but you're more than welcome to take it back with you. I, although it would, would go very well in my collection. And uh, he sort of like look, looks at you guys um, a bit quizzically. Um, no. While you're doing that, um, Crash, the whereabouts are you standing in the room? Um, let's see. I probably would have gone around the bookcases, maybe near the window. Okay, can you just do a spot hidden for me? Oh, my God. You, after having a quick peruse of the bookshelves, you sort of like take another quick glance back over just to see if there's anything there that might pop out um, at you title wise. Um, uh, some, of, some of the spines on the books are so worn um and there's quite a lot of dust it seems to sort of like you, you sort of like avert your gaze a little bit and you're like oh oh maybe not and uh, you carry on to just sort of like standing by the window um with that mumro seems relatively um happy that he's 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 given you the information that you require um it's like a gentleman like anything else i'm quite busy at the moment uh, trying to translate some uh, some 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 old manuscripts and he sort of like like shoves some paper off his desk and you can see there's some old rolled up scrolls there that he seems to be working on um on so have you got your the old the bits of your old notebook still yeah i should have yeah sorry guys i'm i'm just like my mind is gone today yeah that's all right yeah. that's all right yeah that's still so I'm gonna. I need to borrow the one, the page with the the, the obelisk with the weird symbols on it. Oh, what do you want that one for? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they say. What happens in uh, the Orient, eh? He's gonna he's gonna hold, put it down on top of, on top of the professor's papers uh, in his way and be like, "What do you make of this?" Okay, we found it, it um, <clears throat> during an investigation. You seem like a learned man. Maybe you could uh, shed some light. Okay, and uh, so Mumro sort of like looks a little bit quizzically. He looks back down and goes, "Are you showing me a picture of genitalia?" Oh God, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, we have got, <laughs> got that's not a picture of genitalia. Um, yeah. we've got that picture of that um, uh, the. Monster that was hit by all the stalagmites. No, he's only going to want to see like stuff that we can, like, he can you translate. Trust this guy that or... much? Yeah, I don't want to show him that stuff. Just things that can be translated, or or where we could find them. We don't want to say, "Hey, we find we found monsters." We don't know. How <laughs> I do you have the picture of that weird rune that's currently on the screen on Royal Twenty as well? Oh, yeah, you oh, do. Yeah, we'll that. yeah, show that. Yeah. Okay, so you you flick a couple of pages, and then leave it on that, and it, and and he looks at it, and you can see. At that moment, um, his expression in his face changes slightly. And um, he's like, where did you find this? What he is it? Back up. Before, before we answer any more questions, 
what would you say this is? And he looks back at he looks back at, at the page and then back up at you. And he says, It's a brand. An ancient brand. But where did you find it? No, tell us more about it first. Yeah, it's still still the police, uh, mate. Can you there you go, look, I did a thing. Wow, you did a you oh, actually did a successful yeah. roll. Oh, wow. Sweet. Holy shit, you succeeded in the roll. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, that one's already picked, but that's not the point. Um <laughs> uh, with your successful persuade roll on your your sort of like dulcet tones. Um Monroe looks back at the page again and he's he's he sighs. They call it the brand of the holy Akadweleth. Thank you for listening to episode 4 of Spectre in the Fog. The investigation begins. Tracks used in today's episode are Abandoned Windmill from TabletopAudio.com Dragon War by Mackay Symphony and as always various sound effects from FreeFX.co.uk Until next time, keep investigating.